Hey, what's going on? It's Harry here. Your boy H, Coach Harry. I'm back with another episode on growthology. You know, I keep thinking um, about starting a different podcast. Maybe giving it a different name. Maybe just doing something different. So... Today's podcast is a freestyle, freestyle because we're feeling free, and we like styling, and because we're stylish, so if you want to know what's going on in my life right now, still uh, separated, still coaching, and trying to get on with work, um, well, so it's well over a year since the liver transplant. Um, now allowed to travel um, beyond Europe. I can now go to Africa if I wanted to. East Asia maybe or America. So what would be an ideal destination? One of the things I haven't done for a long time is travel back to Africa, back to Malawi. So I'm looking around in terms of ooh, going back to Malawi. I mean, the saddest thing about flights to Africa is how expensive they are. You're looking around July time, you're talking about just under a thousand pounds for a ticket. That's a ticket alone, around trip. And I want my children to come with me. My daughters, they're not children anymore young women uh i want them to come with me i want them to be there i want them to see where their puppy comes from i want to show them that this is where these are the streets that i was brought up these are the streets that i grew up in so that would be nice you know that would be incredible yeah so speaking to them their game that they, they want to come along and obviously for me it's something i need to i need to do i need to do i want to do but i need to do see my mother i haven't seen her for a while now it's been quite a while 2016 was the last time i saw her i believe so that's a long time so need to go there and see her she was her birthday not long ago mary mary i love you mary Happy birthday, 68. The girl is good. Love her and I love her so much. Uh, And talking about parents, talking about parents, my dearly departed dad, he's been gone now since 1996. And I think, to think 1996, in four years time, it would have been 30 years. Man, how young was he? 44. Incredible guy, Harold. Incredible guy. I miss you, Harold. Every time, every day I think of you, I think, wow, where would you be now? How would you be living your life? So I was talking to my children today. One of the really f- things I I wanted to, I was talking, talking about, so I was actually really deep. 
and you might ask how deep can this conversation get well it all stemmed from the fact that my daughter megan and i share a birthday the 21st of may what a beautiful day every time i think about the 21st of may it's a special day my firstborn daughter was born so my birthday was chucked out of the window but every time the 21st of may comes in it's a special day so within that conversation she says i want to, to to say something but it's a little bit morbid and i'm like oh oh here we go what's this all about <laughs> what's she gonna say anyway so uh she says can you imagine that at some point one of us will be gone I mean we'll die one of us will die and one of us will have to carry on and celebrate the birthday on that 21st of may would that birthday be a happy moment again or would that be a sad moment and it dawned on me i was like i love the fact that i share a birthday with my daughter but now you've just put a spanner in the works but it was true so what came out out of that conversation is something I thought was a concept of love. So I'm having, so it's Mother's Day, Mother's Day in the UK. So it's me, my my ex, um, who I'm still married to. I'm separated, almost a year now, I think. Oh, actually, no, it's it's been a year since we separated, which is kind of incredible, which is crazy. So. She's there. We're celebrating Mother's Day. Um, and both my daughters have bought meals. So we're having a Nando's. They've bought the meals. You know, this is how far, how far we've come. You know, it's like, you know, we're separated. But yet we're amicable. And yet we're, we're still friends. And yet we can sit down and chat and talk and get deep with conversations still. So that's incredible. It, it makes me sort of think what, you know, we're a couple of incredible people because we're still grown up despite what's going on and you know um evidently i've known her for so long i've known her for so many years now i think i was i was 22 when i first met her i believe you know i, I could have been older maybe, maybe i could have been 23 i'm not sure but but i was married to her when i was 24 so very young and she was very young i think I believe she was 21 at the time. So you can imagine that we were both very young. So we made the decision to get married. We made a decision to have children. Now we're sitting there with our children, you know, our young ladies, you know, one 19, one 18, they're both working. And we're discussing about going, you know, we're just discussing about going to the motherland, discussing about, you know, the importance of going to the motherland and stuff. And we're discussing about the uh, the tricky situation about our birthdays, and then and then all of a sudden I just come up with a conversation about love, and I was thinking about that moment there and then, you know, I'm there with, you know, the two people that I absolutely love unconditionally. You know, my, my daughters, I love them unconditionally. They were born and I felt, I was in love with them. The moment they were born, I was in love with them and I loved them more than life itself, you know. And 
you know, I'm always fearful now the older, you know, when they were at home and and I was there as the father, the caregiver, I, I always felt I could protect them, I could cocoon them, but now it's like they're gone. So it's it stands to reason that, you know, life life has got its own complicated complex com- complexes. You know, and how do you get round through such complexities of complexities of life? You know, I'm I'm looking around and I'm thinking I'm 45 years old now. A lot of people think that's old, but I believe I'm young, man. You know, I'm young still. You know, I feel great. I feel good. God's given me so much strength. The friends I have given me so much strength. I have, I have friends who I can rely on. Friends who check on me. Friends who, just out of the blue, just send me a text message. I'm just checking on you. See how you're doing. I'm thinking about you. You know, and I have family. You know, like I'm saying about my, my ex. She's family to me, man. You know. I couldn't hate her even if I wanted to. And then again, I really don't hate anyone. I, I, in fact, I, I don't have a hate thing in me, you know. I might dislike someone, but I could never hate anyone, you know. I, I don't think there's ever a reason to, to hate someone, to destroy yourself from hate. So, I don't know what, whether you can hear in the background... I like to play some lo-fi music uh, and when I'm sitting down and chilling and something I do uh, and what do you guys like what do you guys like listening to when you're chilling you know when you're just chilling you know I I, I don't know whether this is to do with maturity or whatever it is you know it's like yeah I'm a massive hip-hop junkie you know give me a tidy quality any day Give me a DJ high tech. Give me a most deaf DJ Premier or anything like that. That's 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 me. I'm in the car. I'm banging to that. You know. Oh, oh. Listen to some Afro Bashment. You know. It's a good stuff. But now, when I'm chilling, it's what I'm listening to. Lo-fi, like a bit of jazz. Oh, by the way, guys. On Thursday, we're going to watch Omar. Uh, the Jazz Cafe. Me and the girls. I'm looking forward to that. You know, there, there's always an age in terms of, you know, how life changes. How do you perceive changes in your life? You know, apologies, apologies. I do digress a lot. I, I, most of you... The 36 people who've listened to my podcast were a taste of that. I digress a lot. I digress a lot. Um, if you're out there and listen to this, I want to know what's going on in your life. I want to know the kind of things that you're getting up to, the difficulties you're having in your life, or the good things that are happening in your life, the great things that are happening in your life. You know, I always think sometimes, you know, you, you look at the 
uh, you listen to podcasts or or just you know somebody was trying to teach you how to solve things in life and solve things in life i just want to talk about you know life and the technicalities of life like for example uh i've been teaching some boot camp rightly and the owners of a boot camp have offered me to buy this and and i'm sitting there i'm thinking i haven't got the money for this you know why am i gonna get money to buy this boot camp so i'm thinking you know what do i do what do i do you know so this podcast is basically just talking about I've been suffering anxiety, you know, quite, you know, uh, those of you who know me, and those of you who don't know me, you get to listen to me, been a police officer now, coming up, working, for the same organization for years. Something happened last year, uh, around March, I suffered steroids. Now let me get this. Let's, let me explain this. I was trying to explain this to someone, and when I mentioned steroids, and because of the way I look, people thought maybe I said anabolic steroids. No, 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 no. no. These are prescription steroids, um, you know, in tablet form. So after having a transplant, um, you get given.
put myself into that those kind of shoes. Putting myself in those kind of shoes. pressures to want to be perfect all the time the pressures of wanting to be successful maybe wanting to be wealthy financially you know i had all these visions of wanting to be a millionaire and not ever having to worry about where money is coming from and, and and these pressures put a certain element of mistrust for myself so any hint of failure and any hint of any hint of uh, uh, I'm not achieving enough, you know, really, really gets me down. You know, I just want to shut the windows, shut the doors, sit in the dark and just go to sleep and not wake up. I just, just that. I don't know whether that makes sense, but, you know, I used to think that people who were suicidal, who had suicidal thoughts or committed suicide were selfish. But then as I've got older, I've realized, wow, this can happen to anyone. It could be you, it could be me, it could be the president, it could be the richest person in the world. Intrusive thoughts are not strange. They can become part of, part of you. And maybe sometimes uh, working hard to be so successful can become such a drag on your life. It can become, uh, it can bring you so much tension. You know, whether you're, you're a man, you want your wife to know that you are in charge or in control. You want to show the whole world you're a good father. 
you know, so you pursue to to be at the top of your, you know, of your skill as as a father to be a perfect human being, to have the best job that you can have, to drive the best car you can drive, to wear the best clothes that you can wear. You know, the question has to be: Do do these things actually really matter? Do they make you happy? These material things that you trust is tra- chasing for. And then there are other pressures like, for example, thinking about rent is going up all the time. Our council tax is going up all the time now. Fuel is so expensive. Now the pressure is, I I have to earn more. And if you're like me, you're always thinking like, how can I maximize my situation? You know, who's going to pay me more? And if you've got a side hustle like myself as a coach, I'm thinking, you know, how can I advertise myself better? You know, how many more hours can I work on top of this? You know, is this enough? Is this not enough? And then add to the point that, you know, you're living alone, you're staying alone, you're in an apartment. And you can sit there sometimes, you're... It's so lonely, man. You know? Oh, people say, oh, yeah, I'm so used to being lonely. I'm, I'm used to being on my own. Man, how can you get used to that? How can you get used to being alone? You know, you tell me. I'm listening to podcasts, man. And the podcast, podcast I listen to is very successful people who've made it, man. Money is not an issue for them. It's not a problem, you know. And they tell you, this is how you can become successful. You just have to choose your niche. And once you've chosen your niche, stick to it. Know what's good for you. But what what about a mentally fractured person? Somebody who doesn't, even though you have a niche, maybe you 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 are talented in so many ways, maybe you can't you can't concentrate on one thing, you can't hold it together for one thing. Maybe your your gifts are so many that you can't concentrate on one. How how do I come out of that? How do I deal with that? And then you've got social media. You're watching successes all around you. Successful podcasts. Successful authors. Successful sports people. Successful friends. You know. They have a six-bedroom house. Why don't I have a six-bedroom house? They've bought their place. Why haven't I bought my place? Why am I still renting? Why am I paying £1,250 every month for an apartment? You know. Am I earning enough? Why am I being taxed so much? You know? Oh, am I charging enough for my, my services? Or am I going to get paid for my services? Am I good enough as a coach? Am I putting in enough work? What else should I do? Am I spending too much? Am I not saving enough? Maybe I'm not saving enough. Maybe I'm saving enough. What is it? Oh, I want to travel back home. I want to go and see people. And how much is that going to cost me? It's not cheap. But it's going to cost you. Those are pressures that you're adding on. On top of the pressures you have. You know, sometimes I just think it's better for those people who care less. But I care. I want to go home and I want to go see my family. I want to go see my friends. I want to go and see my extended family. But that comes with its own pressure. The pressures of where is that money going to come from? 
Yes, I've made the money, but where is, is it going to come from? And if I remove it, is it going to come back? Is it going to come back? So you, you read a book, you know, yeah, book about money, talking about you know, how you can maximize your money. And then you hear, listen to someone, some guy on the podcast talking, don't leave your money in your bank account. You need to be investing it. And then you try to make a decision to invest and then you lose all of it. Now you're struggling because, you know, you think, oh, I should have just kept hold of this money. Maybe I should have just left it in the bank. But I made that choice to invest. Now I've lost it, you know. Those stresses that culminate. And if you have a fragile mind, if you have a fragile mind, this will cause you to spiral. Anxiety, depression, you name it, man. You know. And then there's... um. Permutation That you could have a history of mental health In your family So don't you dare Use any sort of drugs Like Controlled substances You know Like cocaine, heroin Cannabis Or alcohol Or anything like that You know You know, it's just, so the question is, in terms of mental health, is like, are you getting enough serotonin in your body? You know, those feel-good hormones, you know. Are you getting enough endorphins, you know, those things that you get from having sex, etc. and stuff? Are you getting enough of that? Nothing is easy, man, in life. Nothing is easy. Being grown up is hard. You know, being a child is probably one of the best things that we don't actually realize until it's like, oh, we're now adults now. Now we're having to do with adult thinking. Now we're having to do with, I've got to have a roof over my head. Now it's that and think, oh, I have to be able to go to work and I have to be trusted and I have to be a responsible human being and have to make responsible decisions. And the lives that depend on me making these responsible decisions. And then I care what I wear and I care about how I'm dressed and I care about how I look. And I care about how everyone else feels. I care about people's emotions. And how do I do with that? Then on that side with the the health, physical health matters. You know, am I healthy? Am I going to be healthy tomorrow? Am I going to be healthy in six months? Essentially, you should just take each day at a time and not have to worry too much about the future, not have to worry about too much about what's going on. You know, learn to love and be loved, accept love and give love. Do little things that make you feel joyful, things that make you feel less unhappy. Tell the truth most of the time. Don't gossip if you can help it. And if you do gossip, make sure it's to discuss a positive side of how you, someone can be helped or how you can help someone. The most important of all things is don't give a fuck about what other people want you to be. Don't give a fuck about it. 
you know. It's too much giving a fuck. And for me, most of my stress is coming from giving too much of a fuck. Giving too much of a fuck about what people think, giving too much of a fuck about how people see me. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But maybe sometimes we just need to care less. Don't be careless, but we just need to care less about what the world's going to think of us. Yes, have dreams about being a millionaire, but it's, it's not necessary that you have to be a millionaire. Not everybody will be a millionaire. You know, have ambition, but it doesn't mean that if you don't reach those crazy heights of ambition that you failed. And yes, have goals, but make sure they're attainable. You know, if you put on weight and it's taken years for you to put on weight, the morning weight reduction, maybe you just need to slow down a little bit. Take it slowly and be happy with the wins and the small wins that you have in. You know, be joyful in life with the things that we have and don't expect too much in terms of what the life, what the world has, what the world is offering. You know, there, there are a lot of projects in this world that we can get consumed with. I, for one, am one of those people who have been consumed with a lot of projects from a young age. You know, I've seen the successes of musicians and I wanted to be a musician at some point. But maybe I just didn't have enough skill or maybe I just didn't have the know-how to concentrate on that side of stuff. You know, when it comes to education, I was, I, was, I was never interested. I'm interested in understanding things, but in terms of concentrating on a science or mathematics or English or history or art, I've, I've never had that kind of ability to have that concentration level. You know, the sort of concentration that turned people into doctors or professional athletes. And that's just me. Maybe that's what I have to accept, that I'm a floater. I am always going to do something that is going to make me a survivor. It's going to make me an able-bodied person. I'm not specifically going to go traveling and see all the countries in the world. In case I maybe 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 if I win the lottery or something like that, you know maybe if um, I find myself in that context that I someone has been kind enough to give me that kind of life, maybe to give me that kind of money, you know. I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, oh, millionaire ideas. Oh, maybe I should write a book. I have a book ideas, but I don't know the first thing about writing. And somebody said to me, just start writing and then you have your book. So I don't have that concentration levels. But what I do know and I love is, for example, here, podcasting is something I love to do. I could do this on a weekly basis. 
I'll produce the content that will keep people listening to. I don't know. Should I care that only one pe- person or two people listen to my voice? Maybe I shouldn't care. Maybe I should just do this for me because I believe that somebody will listen and I think, oh, I got something from there. Is a propensity for human beings to want to be liked. A propensity for human beings to want to be on top of the tree. There's pressures for each for us to keep up with our friendships and yet as we grow older we forget we have families and families are complex we have our lives we have jobs all of these things are complex and somebody gets upset that such and such does not keep in contact with don't get upset man they're dealing with life life is complicated they're doing adult shit you know do you think these millionaires and all these people who are famous, they, they wanted to be as famous as they are, to be role models and to be scrutinised the way they are on social media? That's a tough life to live. That's a difficult place to be. I myself, I aspire to be a famous person, but now when I think about it, it's being famous is rough, man. You know, I like, you know these kind of successes are like KSI, for example. Damn it. The right place at the right time. James Smith. Right place at the right time. The guy who does Diary of a CEO. Oh, Bartlett. That's his last name. Great stuff. What do you think Sadhguru is a guru from India, man? He's reached like 2 billion viewers on his YouTube. Man, that, he said he wanted to reach the whole world. Well, that's an ambition, and that's ambitious. And he's so calm about it, he's so cool about it. You know, he's so zen about it. I wish I could be that zen. Unfortunately, I'm not that zen. I try to attain some of his zenness. I try to do some of his meditation, and I tried it for a couple of months, and then he just dies down. Jordan Peterson, man, I love this guy. He's absolutely incredible. Just listen to his voice. He's so calming. Oh, it's people, it's somebody who influenced me a lot. Most likely maybe saved my life listening to his podcast. Sadhguru, another one. You know, they touch me. They don't know it. It's not like they, they're going to know that they helped me in a massive way. Hindsight, he's helped me in a massive way. You know, uh, Wemi, a lady on Instagram. Very, very, very played a big part in making me see my life a little bit different. But one thing I do know is I have passion to be able to touch people to reach people who are unreachable, to be able to affect people's life in a certain way. I want people to resonate with the things that I say. That's the reason of my podcast. So wherever you are today on Sunday and you're going into tomorrow, know that you're worth everything in this world and your life matters.
to those who are close to you. Life matters. As part of the universe, as part of this planet, you have a significant part to play until your time is over. Keep being you and stay strong and stay lovely. I love you. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.